Podcast Podcast. I'm Katie Pickler, and with me is my birthday twin, Court Winsett. Mm, hi there. <laughs> and there's the opening bell. We have, I mean, I. it feels like it has been, for for the, for the our listeners, it, it will not seem like it has been any time at all, because they're, this is coming out the Thursday after the last episode, so it's no big deal, but it feels like it has been ev- forever since we recorded. It has been a while it's it's it has been a while because you know we we tend to stockpile these and we've been kind of relying on that stockpile now for a for a little while we've had some craziness around the office so we've been taking care of other things yes we've been busy working for our clients but uh <laughs> we are back we are uh we had fun last time we talked about all fun things politics yeah. in pop culture Presidents. not real yeah. not reality yeah yeah um so we've got to finish out the debt series yeah we did we did we did we did just kind of drop it there, but we drop wanted to like do something not. fun for the election day that was coming up. So um, now we got to go back and sort of just sweep up the little scraps that are remaining about debt. And then, I mean, we're both a year older now. Our birthdays have passed. Exactly. So we're wiser. Exactly. So let's go back to the seriousness and finish the debt series. Yeah, yeah. This one's going to be a quick one, I think. We're probably gonna. We're probably gonna. Well, of course, I say that. That probably will jinx it because <laughs> I mean. My lamb, but when we, you know. Lamb? I thought your term was my lanta. <laughs> Somebody, I've been apparently saying that too much. Somebody oh, gave me a hard time about it. Oh, he's older and now he's changing. So, you yeah. can't change. Uh, hopefully this will be a short one. We're just going to tie up all the loose ends on debt. And uh, really what we're what we're actually going to talk about is, you know, we did the whole we did the whole episode on credit scores, on, mm-hmm. on knowing your credit score and so forth. But we're going to dig a little bit deeper into fixing your credit score this time. And sort of the idea of, you know... When bad credit happens to those good people. Yeah. And so we figure a good good top five would probably be the top five bad things that you spend money on. Like, you know, bad debt, you know, sort of Mm -hmm. buyer's remorse. Uh, What what are the things that really just get you the second you spend the money? You're like, oh, I hate that. Yeah. So mine... Unfortunately, I guess I'm a habit spender because a lot of mine I could generalize into not just one specific time because I'm a repeat offender. (laughs) So the first one would definitely be just in general last minute purchases, whether it's you go, oh shoot, I forgot to get a birthday present for someone Mm -hmm. or you have something that you're in the middle of doing something and you go, oh my gosh, I need this. So you're of course going to go and spend way too much money than you would have if you'd had time to kind of map it out, figure out where you want to get it from. And so I'm really bad about that, especially if I'm in the middle of a project and I'm like, here, just take my card, get whatever I need to get and bring it back to me. So I have no idea what was spent. <laughs> so that's one of them. Number two, I, I I love my costumes. I love a chance to dress up and be all a theme Yes, you do. But I am very guilty of when a theme comes up or a costume idea comes up, I need to have all of the things. I need to get all the ass Because I don't know, I, I, I end up... For one party, having four different outfit options. Because I don't know how I'm going to feel that day. The good <laughs> the good thing is I do have a costume closet in my house. And I do repurpose and reuse all of my costume pieces. So it's not a terrible investment. It's just probably not the smartest decision. Because then it's like, Katie, this was just like a quick little office dress-up day. And you spent $300 buying all of the accessories and clothes. Yes, well, I think I, I should jump in here and, and just point out to people that in our office, we actually had a month-long dress-up thing, basically, because oh, of course. Katie was like, yeah, I'm going to be using all of my costumes this month, so <laughs> she's been coming to work dressed up Bringing all month some long. cheer. So, yeah. Uh, another one would definitely be um, gifts. It's one of those, I, I enjoy giving gifts to people, and 
I'd never have understood the whole, okay, well, you don't know this person that well. You only have to spend a little bit of money for them. <laughs> I I like to buy people nice things. And even if, you know, they didn't buy me a wedding gift, I'm still going to buy them a decent gift. And so that's, that's. You have somebody not, specifically in mind that, that didn't buy you a wedding gift? I am not ratting anybody <laughs> out, okay? <laughs> uh Number four, I am very bad about when I go to dinner with friends or family or not, not so much family. When I go to dinner with friends, I hate the awkwardness of trying to split a bill. Mm. And so I would almost rather like just slide my card to the waitress and give them to them and get them pay it all than deal with people going, well, I only ate two of the shrimp out of that appetizer and, you know, Joe over there ate eight of the shrimp. Like, we're not playing that. I'd rather just like, I'll pay it. I'll deal with it. I don't care. And I I started that in college and then quickly realized I had a lot of moochers that just kind of would anticipate that I would pay. (laughs) So that, that's, that's, I still do it. I haven't learned. And the last one would be uh, bachelorette trips. Again, it's going back to, (laughs) I want to make sure that my friends have great experiences. And so I spend a lot of money for bachelorette trips and bridal showers, baby showers, all of that. So I like to spend money on people. And then I look at my credit cards when they come in and it's like, oh, do I really love that person that much? (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to sort of piggyback off of yours because you said the the whole last minute thing. And um, while last minute shopping is not necessarily in and of itself a big spender, buyer's remorse element for me, um, I'm terrible at purchasing gifts. I'm terrible at buying like decent gifts, gifts mm-hmm. that I'm proud of, gifts that I can't wait for people to open. I'm really, really bad at it. I'm just not a good gift purchaser. And so I tend yeah, to Yeah, I'm put... still waiting on my birthday present, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so I tend to put that off until the very last possible minute because I'm so bad at it. And then I tend to just overcompensate for how bad the gift is going to be by spending way too much money on it. So, you okay. know, I'll, I'll go out and, and buy someone, a, 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 you know, I'm, I'm like, I don't know what to get. What, 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 do we, what does this person want? I don't know. I'll get him an iPad, you know, and. Where was uh, my iPad? <laughs> <laughs> so that's that. I'm real, real bad about that. Um, another thing that I tend to really hate, and I have mentioned this before on many of our other podcasts, and it's a recurring theme for me because I hate it so much. Buying appliances just drives me absolutely bat crazy. I mean, having to purchase that refrigerator because your refrigerator conked out or that new washer because your old washing machine conked out, those that just absolutely drives me berserk. I hate it. And so I'll go out and and usually Robin is real good about like finding a sale, you know, and getting a dryer for... Mm -hmm you know, that's on sale half price or something. But even then you look at the bill and you you look at how much you're paying for a dryer and you go, I, I hate you dryer. Okay. So, um, if you can, if you can escape your day without, without your appliances attacking you, like something out of Mr. Mom or something. Then, <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> then I guess, you know, you can call it a win, but, um, I, I still hate, I hate buying appliances. Um, so here's here's like a, a a thing that I used to do all the time, and it was it was probably one of the worst things that you could possibly do. I was obsessed with movies, as you're probably well aware at this point, and I used to have a giant 
DVD collection. Mm -hmm. I would buy, you know, all of the movies on DVD. If I wanted to see a movie if and I hadn't seen it in the theater or, or hadn't seen it yet or whatever, yeah. I would just go buy the DVD and maybe only watch it once. And, be like, and wow. now they're all collecting dust with all the streaming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with all the streaming stuff, I've got... 14 different streaming accounts that I have through all of the different services. We're, and so my, it's, if it's not on there, then we're not going to get up and go get the DVD. Who does that? No, no, you don't do that. So where's our robot to bring it to us. I used to go to Best Buy and I would, I would go to Best Buy and I would buy 10 DVDs at a time. And I mean, it was just, and you know, this was right after Robert and I first got married um, so, you know, these, when you're going to Best Buy and spending a couple of hundred dollars on DVDs and, you know, you're a newlywed living in an apartment, barely scrape two pennies together. That sort of, that's who of, needs food. We have movies yeah. to bring us comfort. That's uh that's some serious buyer's remorse there. <laughs> you're you're going to get in trouble with your wife too. Uh, exercise equipment. Uh, generally speaking, if I if I purchase exercise equipment of any sort, then it it's gonna be a bad purchase that's probably gonna go unused. the The biggest example, probably the biggest single example, is I bought a a bike. I had been wanting this bike desperately. I was riding bikes all the time, and that was my exercise. And so I wanted this really nice, fancy bike, and I saved up for it and went out and spent the money on it. And I think I've ridden the thing maybe three times in the ten years that I've had it. I'm so. pretty sure almost everyone can agree at some point they've either gotten into an exercise thing and bought all of the things, the new clothes, the new things, or even like decided they were going to be healthy eaters and started buying all the little containers and the scales and all of this. So they're going to have this perfect thing. And then, yeah, you look back six months and you're like, oh, well, that was a good idea. Not. Yeah. And then finally, cars. I have never, I have never been happy about a single car purchase that I ever made. It, they just, I hate I, they're so expensive and you know but you need it immediately something goes wrong with the car and you're like oh it's broken down already you know it's it just it's terrible so what do all of these things have in common all of the stuff that we've talked about well with the exception of the car probably <laughs> but most of the other stuff that we talked about you 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 possibly are ending up purchasing this with a credit card. Mm -hmm. And so you've got this soaring credit card debt potentially if you're not paying that if you're not paying that card off at the end of every month and that soaring credit card debt that's a that's a real huge source of the whole bad credit score thing. Yeah, if you're buying <laughs> stuff and it's out of your means and you you shouldn't be spending money on DVDs when you're living in an apartment newlywed and trying to make sure you're paying for everything else. <laughs> But let's kind of recap. So in this episode, we are going to be talking about bad credit score and how to try and rise from the ashes like a phoenix and come out on top and have this perfect, great credit score. No, Gorg. So I know it's been a little bit since we talked about credit score, so let's kind of recap about that. Okay. This is one of your most important numbers that you have. You've got your social security number and you've got your credit score number. And it really gives you a definition of your, your credit health. Mm-hmm. And... Um, you know, this is something that tells lenders, should I loan money to this person? Should I give this person a credit card? Should I let them buy a car, a house, whatever? So it's really telling on you and judging you, you are defined by that. So a good score is considered around a 670 to 739. Mm -hmm. Most of the range is between 300 to 850. 
So we're talking about that kind of that, that bad debt. Yeah, something, that lower like something debt. under six seventy. Something mm-hmm. where you, like for instance, you know, last uh, not last episode, but on a previous episode when we had uh, Nancy Nancy come in and talk mm-hmm. about mortgages. Yeah, and you know, we just used a hypothetical credit score. Like, here's my credit score. What does this say to you? And she's like, eh. You know, you could probably get an FHA loan with that, but you're, you know, you're not getting a conventional mortgage with that credit score. You need to get that credit score up. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's your credit score is so important to make those big purchases, to get those credit cards, to get those loans. It, it defines so much of it. And it's made up of the amounts owed, new credit, your payment history, length of credit, the mix of credit. So why does bad credit happen, Court? Why, why do people get in this bad situation? It's the appliances. I'm telling you, it's the appliances. <laughs> it is not always the appliances. It's always the appliances for me. I don't know what we're talking about. Okay, kind of the, <laughs> we're going to break down again. And we know we did this with the credit score. We're talking with this about how it's gotten bad. So 35% of your score, the largest chunk, is made up of payment history. Okay, in the world of automatic payments for most bills, if you don't have it set up in automatic payment and you forget to pay your bill... Out. Ding. Yeah, there's, there's a ding really, on your credit score. I, I mean, there's really not a, a good reason to be missing uh, regular bill payments that are going to happen every month. You you know it's coming. You might as well go ahead and set it up on bill pay. Yeah, set it up on bill pay. Automatic. I mean, banks will set that up for you. Oh, yeah. Um, you can set it up through credit cards, set it up through their systems, and set it up through email reminders. And if you do have a bill that you don't pay through a credit card or through automatic payments... Put it in your phone as a reminder. Do something like that. Mm-hmm. Or I know like my water bill, it's better to pay with a check than it is a credit card because you don't have the credit card fees with it. So I'll pay because it's a not a terribly high thing and I've built it into my budget. I'll pay for three months in advance. Mm. But then I got to remember to put a reminder so I don't go, oh, I've already paid in advance for that. Whoops. Yeah. Missed that. Like my Target card. I think I talked about this before. I use my Target credit card only to shop at Target, mm-hmm. but I don't use it that much. So it's not on my normal log to remember, hey, go pay this bill. And Target will send you an email, your bill is due, even if you have no balance. So I've gotten in the habit of ignoring it. Well, boom, I got hit because I went on there and I had made a charge for $30 for some little impulse buy at Target that we all have. And that $30 was slapped with a late fee, which was then slapped with interest. And before I know it, I've got like a $120 charge. Uh, all for a, a all for $30 makeup crap that I don't know what I bought. <laughs> but so payment history, that is a huge. Make sure you're paying your bills on time. Now, if you miss one time, it's not going to kill you. But just make sure you do not let it happen. Try and stay on top of that. But that's a huge, huge part of yeah. when you get into the bad situations. Yeah. When you get into the bad place, think of like the good place show. <laughs> We're in the bad place now. I just recently finished that. They finally put ep- they finally put season four up on Netflix, and I finally was able to actually watch it. I was pretty yeah. psyched. So another big chunk amounts owed. So if you've got a lot of debt yeah. outstanding, yeah, that will hit you. And that's really you know and okay. So let's flash back all the way back to those budget episodes. What we talked about when we talked about budget episodes is having that emergency fund, having some having some money saved up, some several months of your of your of your income saved up in a, in, a, in an account. You've got that emergency fund. So if something like a, a, an appliance goes out, 
If you've got the cash and you can pay the cash for it instead of putting it on your credit card, fantastic. But if you don't have that emergency fund and your and your refrigerator goes out, you you you're going to spend a couple of thousand dollars getting a new refrigerator. Everybody kind of needs a refrigerator, yeah. right? And uh, you put that on a credit card and a couple of, you know, you, if you can't pay it off right away, then next thing you know, you're just, your debt's just building and building and building. And it's building interest or, and yeah. I mean. And then having multiple credit cards. Like I know there's tons of movies that this happens in, but I'm thinking of the Confessions of a Shopaholic mm. where she's going up there and she has to get this scarf and she's like, okay, we'll put five on this card and 10 on this card and 30 on this card and da, 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 da. And like goes through and has like these insane number of credit cards. Yeah. That she's just building up all this debt on. And so that's what a lot of people might go, oh, well, I don't have a lot of debt. I only have 500 on this card and 1,000 on this. But you start adding that together. It adds up. And yeah. it will hit you for sure. You go, you go to, you, you go, you check your credit report and you see that you've got, you know, 35 grand in outstanding debt. And you're like, what? What is, what is that? Uh, uh, what did you, okay, wait, hold on. Say that again for everybody. What did you say? 35. No, no, before that, you check. Your credit score. Yes. That your credit report actually that but you checking it that you is the most important thing yeah absolutely yeah yes we are gonna we are gonna we are gonna actually t- again we're that's that's one of the things that we're gonna hit we have a we have an acronym this week yes we're excited about that so <laughs> our uh, w- once we get to the whole okay we're we're done recapping here's how you fix your credit score thing then yeah. the acronym is 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 coming at you. So, you know, other thing to think about is the length of your credit history. Obviously, your credit score is affected. If you don't have enough history with credit, then they, they have no way to judge you and know, are you a good person that's going to pay or not? Yeah. And not saying a good person. It's a, are your habits where a person would want to lend you money? Mm-hmm. And then the last two parts that have a little bit with it is your credit mix, having a variety of having your mortgage, your loans, your credit cards, and then having new credit accounts. But... You know, kind of that's how the score is broken up. Let's talk about ways that you kind of get into this situation. We okay. mentioned not How paying. do you lower your score? Yeah. Before we talk about how to get your score up, let's talk about how you lower your if score. You, if you want to lower it, this is what you do. <laughs> These are the top 10 things you can do to lower your score. Lowering your score is bad. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> this is not like lowering the number on the scale that we want. This is lowering your credit score. So you're more than 30 days late on a credit card or a loan payment. Ouch. Yep. Ding. Boing. You carry balances from month to month and just pay that minimum. Yeah. That hurts. I, I try and keep mine paid off now, but boy, it was it was, it was was tough there for a while. You... And it happens. It's not going to... Re- like, we understand reality. Sometimes mm. you have to carry balances, but just try and avoid it as much as possible. And do know that when these things happen, it will lower it. Yeah. Maxing out multiple credit cards, like we talked about with her, putting all these different amounts on these cards and maxing them out. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Spouses. Just oh. generally spouses? General. Well, it's, you this, know. If you have a spouse, it will Go back credit to the credit score, score episode when we talked about there's actually dating apps that talk about um, people who have the similar credit scores as you. Mm. Because supposedly the bigger the gap is of your spouse and your credit scores, the more likely for divorce and that's because the more likelihood for financial distress between you. So yeah, if you've got a spouse that you have a joint credit card, then they could be hurting your credit because they're racking up all these charges or they're not, you trust them to pay the bills. 
and they're going to Tunica and gambling with the money that was supposed to pay for the credit card bill. Yeah, we uh, that that reminds me of an episode of How I Met Your Mother, uh, and it's it's revealed that one of the characters has a bit of a uh, a shopping tick that she has that she mm. you know she 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 does it for for she does retail th- therapy basically, but she keeps going out and getting new credit cards to to shop with and you know, uh-huh. charging up those credit cards. You know, my wife has a sign in our house that says something to the effect of, I'm paraphrasing here, there are two different kinds of people. There are people who worry about debt and people who don't worry about debt. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. they tend to marry each other. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I like it. So, I mean, yeah, definitely uh, when you say I do, you are also saying I do to their financial habits. Mm-hmm. And that can affect your scores. Past mistakes. We all were dumb kids at one point. We just talked about marriage. (laughs) Nice. Ooh, I'm getting in trouble for that one. (laughs) Well, divorce. Divorce is one. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're now you said past mistakes, divorce, okay. Yeah. Divorce hurts emotionally, but financially as well. So, you know, if you got to start splitting your money and paying alimony or paying child support, your money's affected. Lawyers to 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 get that divorce. Those lawyers. Cost, cost you an arm and a leg, those lawyers will, I'm telling you. But no, when I was saying past mistakes, I mean like, you know, the the mistakes you make when you're a kid, college kid, and mm-hmm. you maybe don't pay all your bills. Yeah. And you maybe rack up this credit card because mommy and daddy told me I could get a credit card. Now I want to buy all of the things. Yeah, you can you can let your... Let your so let let you you go out and buy a four wheeler and and you know then you don't end up paying it paying for it paying it off you just let it lapse and it goes to collection and then next and thing you know you've got whoops. a collection agency on you that's that's bad. yeah that's bad that's really bad business failure I mean if you are start trying to start a business and it fails then that's gonna hurt yeah if you got to try and do stuff to get out of a business then you may have to work money over and get into debt. Identity theft. We're actually going to do an entire episode on identity theft next. and But this is something that can affect your credit. And that's why it's so important to be checking what is on your report, what is Check affecting your, your score. credit report. You have three different agencies. They each give you one free credit report per year. That means you can check your credit report three times a year mm-hmm. and see what's showing up on there. Or, I mean, these nowadays with these credit cards, mm-hmm. there's a lot of them that are linked that... I'll actually get a notification like your score's gone up yep. X amount of points. Your score's gone down. And so when you get that email, your score's gone down. It's like, hold on one second. Skirt. Yeah. What's going on? What is on there? Yeah. What has caused this? I, and I, then I, you then you call the husband and or the wife and go, excuse me. Why were you two days late on that payment or mm-hmm. something? Um, we're not advocating divorce here, people. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, closing out credit cards, actually. Yeah, that one kind of surprises me. Just, you know, you think, but again, we talked before about how part of what goes into your score is having, how much open credit do you have Mm -hmm. that that isn't used? So So it's it's tempting to like, okay, I don't really need that Victoria's Secret credit card anymore. Mm -hmm. Don't close it out though. Go stick it in the freezer. Go go hide it from yourself because it'll actually hurt more to close it than to just kind of keep it open. And a lot of times then they'll end up like, closing it themselves yeah but you don't want to do it yourself medical expenses we've got to be serious about that then you know unforeseen circumstances come up and you've got to pay them the interesting thing i was told recently by a banker that uh 
that they didn't really they didn't really look at at medic when when you got a, a ding on your credit report because of medical expenses like if you had some doctor's bill that went to to went to mm-hmm. collections they don't they they don't consider that as bad as a lot of the other potential debts That's that could go good. to collections. They have a heart. Well, because it, it's it happens to so many people. Yeah. You, when you when you when you have that emergency room visit that costs two thousand yeah. dollars or something. So as long as you're taking care of everything else you can control, they're not going to hold against you as much. And we don't the things you can't control. Yeah, and we, you know we have we have some some clients who are doctors, so we don't want to advocate for not paying your doctors. No, no, bills, no, no, no. But, please pay those. <laughs> but. I did. I, I just I thought it was interesting that 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 they were like, yeah, no, you know, everybody has medical debt, and it can really it can really kill you. So we 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 try to give take that into consideration. So I mean, these are just some of the examples of the ways to lower your score because obviously your score affects so much. So here comes our acronym. Mm-hmm. Don't be sad, court. Don't, Don't be, be sad. sad. So sad. Yes. S. Right. Stop the bleeding. Stop doing what, stop being a repeat offender. Stop doing any of these things that are lowering your score. Mm-hmm. A, assess the situation. Right. Look at your credit report. Look at your score. Figure out what is causing this to go lower. Like what happened to make it where it is now? And all it's assess, but also awareness. Mm-hmm. Figure it out. Figure out what's going on. And then D, develop a plan for recovery. And stick to the plan. So if you are, if the reason your credit score is horrible is because you have 35 grand spread out over four different credit cards that's, you know, that's absolutely killing you, then uh, you need to pay that debt off and you need to develop a strategy for how you're going to pay that debt off. You need to stop putting more Yeah. Obviously, you've got to stop using the cards. Figure out what, what's caused all that to go up. Yeah. What were you spending it on? Mm-hmm. And then figure out, okay... Let's look at the interest rates of these cards. Let's pay this off. Let's attack it in different ways. Yeah. Part of the assessment, you know, part of the assessment here can be when you when you're looking at your credit report, you can if you see that you're spending a whole lot of money on a credit card and you've got a lot of outstanding debt out there, then part of your assessment needs to be your budget because mm-hmm. obviously you're you're either you don't have a budget or you're not sticking to your budget or your maybe your budget doesn't fit your lifestyle anymore but your budget's out of whack if you're going into debt on credit cards or something like that so assess figure out where where why it's happening why 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 have you why have you built up all of this debt let's mm-hmm. and, and then make it stop make it stop <laughs> stop it stop now. it <laughs> and then you got to pay it down you gotta yeah. get you gotta get rid of it, and it's it's never too late. You can repair your credit. Mm-hmm. You can do this, and it's whether you need to get a partner to help you with it. You can get a hold of this and make sure you can figure it out. There's no such thing as it being hopeless. You can always improve and get it higher, and it's really by just taking the overall picture, looking at it, figuring out how it happened, and then breaking it down piece by piece and working towards okay, pay those past bills off and. You know, look at the higher balances, work towards chipping those down. With credit cards, look at the ones with the highest interest rates. Make sure you're paying your minimum payments. And continue. I think the biggest problem is when people have debt, they may say they have like three credit cards, one with 10000 one with 2000 one with 4000 Well, they're going to spend all their money trying to pay off that high one, and they're forgetting to pay any money towards the lower ones. Or it could be that, one of the lower ones has an interest rate of 
Mm-hmm. And the one with the highest debt has 2%. Okay, that's where you need to go, hold on. Let's look at this and figure out what's going to be the smartest decision of me tackling this. And then, yeah, you didn't just get, it's kind of like gaining weight. You didn't just gain weight overnight. So you're not going to lose it that yes, fast. Yes, I did. Okay. It was an accident. It, it was, was an accident. Just It was that one sandwich. <laughs> if I hadn't had that one sandwich. That one sandwich, so you tubby. wouldn't have gained 20 pounds. Okay. Oh. Well, so it's the same with your credit score. It didn't fall apart because of one thing necessarily. Mm-hmm. It was probably multiple things that happened. So you've got to just slowly work with it to get it back up. And it's kind of, look at it in a way of like you're slowly working to build trust back. That's how the number's going up is they're starting to see you're taking control. You're you're taking management out. You're taking bull by the horn and you are going to make this number better. <laughs> we said it before. Take on only as much debt as you can actually afford. Stop trying to be the influencer and have all the nice, shiny things when you have no business having all of that stuff. Yeah, obviously. You're, I mean, the the phrase keeping up with the Joneses became a, a, a popular phrase because it's it's it speaks a lot of truth. There is a lot of truth to and it. And there's a know? movie, The Joneses, with David Duchovny and uh, Demi Moore. Okay, their influencer family that moves into a neighborhood and yeah. they end up putting one of the neighbors into major financial debt because he is so obsessed with trying to keep up with the Joneses. Mm-hmm. So don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> okay. There's also, I do know somebody who um, didn't really have a great credit score and they also didn't have a lot of credit history. So they were kind of at a loss on what to do. They found a company, and I'm sure there's several out there, that are credit cards that you actually send a security deposit of an amount. And that's what you give to them. You're using this credit card, and then once you've been a loyal customer and paid your credit card off and all of that, your deposit actually comes back to you. Mm -hmm. So there are ways out there and tons of different options to help build your credit score. But like everything we talk about on these podcasts, it's individualized. You have to find what works for you and your situation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? I said it was going to be potentially going to be a short one. We are uh, we are at the we are at the 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 end basically. We have said all the things that we Is are it closing to say. time. Yeah, closing time. <laughs> time for Cord and Katie to do the bullseye. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's time for Bullseye. <laughs> Katie, what's your takeaway? Don't be sad. Oh, you took my takeaway. You, <laughs> you took my takeaway. Stop the bleeding. Assess and analyze the situation. Develop a plan for recovery. And stick to it. Check that credit report. You, you, hey, not fair. When you took my sad, I, I was going to do check the credit scores. And then you do, you Don't take that too. Don't be sad, Court. You've got something else in you. I know you do. No, I don't. I, I mean, I literally, I was like, yeah, I, okay, she's doing sad. I'll do credit scores. No, no, you're not going to let me have it. You're just well, not going to let me have it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I took, I took the bullseye. <laughs> Katie gave you two bullseyes this week, ladies and gentlemen, so of course not giving you any bullseye. Oh, there's the ring-a-ding-ding closing bell. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you've made it through yet another episode of Bullcast. Uh, If you liked what you heard, then please, if you haven't subscribed already, go to your favorite subscription service and click that subscribe button. 
If you'd like to find out more about me and Katie, you can check out our website, bullcastpodcast.com. You can leave us questions. You can give us some comments. You can, you know, you can suggest episode topics if there's something you'd like to hear us talk about. Feel free. Uh, you can also look at pictures of us on the Instagrams. Uh, our Instagram handle is at Bullcast Podcast, and occasionally we might tweet a twit of the Twitters. <laughs> <laughs> Stick to, to scripts. Yeah, and and you can uh, you can hit us up with uh, with the Twitter. Uh, our handle there is at Bullcast Podcast as well. Uh, finally, we, uh, Katie and I, work for a company called Pickler Wealth Advisors. And if you'd like to find out more about that company, our awesome team, and our amazing boss, David Pickler, then you can go to our website. That's picklerwealthadvisors.com. That's advisors with an O, not Advisors an e. with an O, not an E. But for now, I think I've given you enough to be going on with. So I'm Court. I'm Katie. And we done. <laughs>